This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is another Astros podcast. And that's drilled deep to left field, and you can kiss that one goodbye. Off the community leader's signs for George Springer, his fifth of the year. And the Astros' lead is 8 to nothing. And Altuve hits it high in the air and deep to left field, and you can kiss that one goodbye. Onto the train tracks, back-to-back jacks for the Astros. 9-0. Zip is set. Now the 2-2. Swing and a miss. Simeon strikes out, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros get their fourth shutout victory of the season, defeating the Oakland A's tonight by a final of 11 to nothing. And time now for our Minute Maid player of the game as we're joined by Alex Bregman. And Alex with an RBI double in the Astros' three-run first inning. Uh, also had an infield hit, drove in two runs on the evening. You know, I saw you after the game, Alex. We chatted on our, our way to our cars last night. You're telling me you're feeling pretty good at the plate. Got some results tonight that had to feel good. For sure, definitely. Um, stung two balls last night. Uh, center fielder caught him, but uh, definitely felt good to see him fall today. And, uh, yeah, the, the Strohs are back. We uh, we feel pretty good. The Strohs are back. Where'd they go? <laughs> I mean. They, they didn't go anywhere. They didn't go anywhere. We, we, were, we were playing okay, but we know we know what we're capable of, and that's uh, and that's this this type of output every night. And it started with Lance uh, just dominating out there yeah. for us. Hey, Alex, I got a question for you. I want you to be honest. You're facing off against another young stud third baseman in the American League West, Matt Chapman. Is there any part of you going into a series like that where you want to show him up? I mean, you definitely, you're definitely competitive. Uh-huh. Uh, but, you know, we were roommates on Team USA together uh, when we were in college, and uh. we became real close, and we root for each other. But definitely we, try, we, we compete against each other uh, all the time, and he's a stud. He's going to have a great career. Yeah. Hey, you mentioned McCullers. How much fun was it playing behind him? You got plenty of balls hit to you with all the ground balls McCullers gets. Oh, my gosh. He, he's unbelievable. Um, just another one of those aces that we have. Uh, we got five of them, and we're very fortunate. And we're, we're thankful that they're on our team and we don't have to face them. You guys are very fortunate. I'm just wondering what the chatter is in the, in the batting cages, Alex. When you talk about the starting pitches for this team, do you guys ever say, hey, man, we can't waste all this good pitching? Oh, for sure. They've been unbelievable to start this year, and yeah. it's, it's time the offense starts picking up some of the slack and uh, and helping them out. So we, uh, we're we going to look forward to this quick turnaround tomorrow, come back and get after it. The Houston Astros Radio Network. 3-1. And Springer drills this one pretty deep to left center field, and you can kiss that one goodbye. Robert Ford, Steve Sparks. This is big boy baseball. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. And welcome back, Robert Ford and Steve Sparks, joined by Astros general manager Jeff Luno before the Astros play the rubber game of this three-game series with Oakland here at, at Minute Maid Park. And Jeff, uh, another strong starting performance yesterday from Lance McCullers. That's, that's three really good ones after the, the bad one in Minnesota. And uh, 
saw a good mixture of pitches. Some throw his change up 20 times. Most he's, he's thrown it in a, in a game this year, and that's always a good sign for him. It is, and we've always seen Lance as a starter. I know that a lot of people have talked about why not move him to the bullpen. He could close. He's got great stuff, but he has the full arsenal, and if he does what he did last night and he's been doing for really this year except for one outing, this guy is a top-of-the-rotation arm, and he's so valuable to us. He's going to be around for a while, and he's really going to stabilize our, our rotation. If we get a full year out of Lance McCullers, I expect he's going to have you know, 18 to 20 wins and get some consideration for Cy Young. So many of these starting pitchers are going deep into the ball game, and we keep talking about how fresh the bullpen is for the Astros and, and what we're thinking about down the road as opposed to last year, how much better the team can be in the second half and beyond, hopefully. Yeah, and you look at how AJ's using the bullpen. I mean, Tony Sipp gets two appearances, uh, does well. You know, Rondon got in a little trouble last night and then got uh, bailed out by a double play. You know, he gets to use the different guys. Smith's struggling a little bit right now, but AJ can pick spots and put him in there and get his confidence back, and I think that's huge. I mean, he's got to use everybody. I think the biggest story of our bullpen this year so far has been Colin McHugh, and he really has become last year's Brad Peacock, yeah. a guy that's going out there throwing great stuff, getting guys out. And that's a huge weapon for A.J. going forward. Then you, you go into a rubber game like this series against Oakland, and you're really strong in your bullpen. Despite having Garrett Cole on the mound, who's gone seven innings every game, you still have Davinsky and you have Brad Peacock, all these guys, and Ken Giles totally ready to go in there and try to lock things down. Yeah, and we have the advantage because they had to go into their bullpen early and they didn't have yeah. an off day this week. So between the off day and the fact that our starters have given us uh, good quality innings, we're in, we're in great shape, and we're going to need to be because – We've got the Yankees coming in here for four. We're going to face good pitching, obviously good hitting. Uh, and Diamondbacks after that. So uh, I'm glad our pen's rested. We're going, we're, this is an important stretch for us. We're just finishing up the, 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 lead, uh, the division. And we've seen everybody now. We know the A's are going to battle us. We know Angels are going to be tough all year. Texas is always going to be, be right there with us. And, you know, Seattle's no slouch. So, this, you know, I'm glad we're, we're getting through this first round and we're, we're in first place and hopefully we'll prepare for the rest of the summer. Wanted to ask you about Derek Fisher. He got off to a slow start. Seen both he and Marisnik kind of struggle a little bit. Uh, but Fisher, home run yesterday, four hits in his last ten at-bats. Looks like he's starting to get some confidence again. It, it's great. And you guys asked me last week, how many at-bats do we look at for a youngster yeah. who might be struggling? And I said 50, and he's right he's around right on there. The numbers, he's, right, yeah. he's right there right now. Uh, but things are turning around. And, and, you know, the reality is when you have a guy in the nine hole who's got that kind of power, he can hit the ball over the center field fence or hit a line drive into the right field seats or the speed and, and the defense. I mean, that catch he made yesterday, I don't know how many of, how many outfielders make that catch up against the waste management sign. So um, this, is a, this is a good player. He's got the tools. It's starting to come together. His confidence is going to be building. And so... You know, I think we're going we're gonna to see how it goes. See some slow starts with a few of the players on the offense. Marvin Gonzalez, Alex Bregman in particular, really starting to heat up. Yeah, I'm not worried about those two guys. They're professionals. Alex is extremely confident. We saw what Marwin can do last night, and he's going to keep doing it. So, you know, it's kind of fun to think about the fact that what our record is right now, and we really haven't had our good offensive performances with some, some exceptions. Uh, so it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to see what happens over the next month. Robert Ford, Steve Sparks, once again joined by Astros general manager Jeff Lono before the Astros take on the A's. I want to ask you about uh, Brady Rogers and Yandel Gustave, mm -hmm. two guys uh, coming back from Tommy John surgery. Surgeries are a month apart. Rogers had his in May last year. Uh, Gustave had his in June. Where, where are they at at this point in their rehabs? They're progressing, and I think Rogers, because his was uh, uh, first, he'll he'll be uh, back sooner, and he's already they're already on the mound. They're already starting to face some hitters, so it's uh, it's looking good for both of them. 
We're not going to, we've learned our lesson in the past. If we push guys too fast that year after they've had surgery, uh, they tend to maybe not have as much success. So we're going to, we're going to be conservative with it. And our rotations are in good shape in the minors. Fresno's in first place. Corpus is in first place. So there's no, no rush to get them there at this point. Uh, but both, both guys we expect to be back and pitching in games sometime hopefully uh, before the first half is over. It seemed like everybody with the coaching staff was really excited about the progression they saw with David Paulino. Mm -hmm. uh, what's he doing now? Right, uh, We noticed he started the year on the DL. Where is he at? Yeah, he's, uh, he's in good shape. He went to Dominican for some family stuff. He okay. was back in Florida. He was pitching there. And he is going to be, his next appearance is going to be in Fresno. And it may even be today or tomorrow. Uh, we're going to put him in a piggyback there, and he's going to slide right into the rotation. Good. You know, his stuff this spring was so good. And it he was. was so effective. I just can't wait to get this guy healthy, going, uh, and, and really ready to come up here when we need him because he's he's got a major league arm, no question. You know, you look at that rotation in Fresno and Rogelio Armenteros getting a lot of attention. Francis Martez, you know, he's been in the big leagues, was in big league camp. One guy who's kind of flown under the radar but pitched really well, left-hander Ken Emanuel. And it's hard to imagine a third-round pick, which yeah. Emanuel was in 2013, kind of being under the radar. But seventh in the Pacific Coast League with a 1.66 ERA, 20 strikeouts at just three walks so far this year. He's done a great job. So I think what we're going to do is with Paulino going back, um, we're going to give Kent a chance uh, likely in the bullpen because his quickest path to the big leagues is to come up here as a, as a left-handed reliever maybe in the second half. Uh, we know he can start. He's been doing that for years. He's putting up good numbers right now in the, in the Pacific Coast League. But we want to give him a, an opportunity to be used on consecutive days, uh, every other day, that sort of thing, and, and uh, potentially be a weapon for us. Uh, we'll see how that goes. So we may change our minds down the road and put him back in the rotation. But for now, I think that's uh, he, he deserves that opportunity, and it's the quickest way for him to get here. Hey, Jeff, when you talk about spin rate, we talk about advanced spin rate, the four-seamer you like more and more spin. And uh, even the curveball and things of that nature. Is there a way for a pitcher to cut down his spin rate to get more movement on their two-seam fastball? Well, I mean, the, the pitching coaches are the ones that are best equipped to answer that, but it's a combination of... Have you seen anybody try to do that? I don't think cut down on the spin rate necessarily. Um, usually we're trying to get guys to go the other way, but uh -huh. we have had success in getting them to have different movement patterns. And so it's gotcha. a combination of grips and delivery and where they're standing on the rubber and what they're aiming at. And with all those factors in mind, we do get sick because sometimes they have a good spin rate and it, it may be some good movement, but it's a pitch that the opposite side hitters will hit well because mm -hmm. they see it well. So it could be a trying to increase the deception or change where it's coming out um, or change a little bit about how it moves. So it does happen. Uh, it takes a lot of reps to get that to happen. Sure. Yeah, it seems like a lot of times the guys that have the, the movement, the low spin rate with maybe the two-seamer, it almost seems like it's something that they just have naturally. Sometimes yeah. it almost don't seem like they know how they do it. It is. It is a natural thing. And we're so fortunate to have all this technology because now we can tell, you know, your natural pitches in, in high A, what combination of those are really going to work in the big leagues because we have so much data from the big leagues. And we can start to say, okay, well, I would probably shelve that, that four-seamer and work on the two-seamer or add a slider to complement your curveball, things like that. And that's what our coaches do. Is there any one pitcher right now in the minor leagues that's wild people with their advanced spin rate? Uh, I don't know about spin rate, but uh, Corbin Martin is absolutely dominating right. in, in Bowie's Creek. Uh, Adcock, the lefty from Michigan, yeah. is, is also uh, having a good year. Both of those guys have the weapons, we believe, to continue to progress. You know, they've been good in college. They're now been good in the minor leagues, getting up to the upper minors soon. Uh, it's nice to have an inventory of arms like that, and our pitching coaches do such a nice job uh, developing these guys. 
Jeff Luno, Astros general manager. Always a pleasure. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me on, guys. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network.